on The British Are Coming. <coughs> is he not your first cousin? No, Pete, he's my second cousin, thank God. Oh, really? Oh, so he's not the great-great-grandson of the Sean Clossy who saved the dinner set from the Great House? What? Oh, the fire of 1832. I just wanted things to go back to the way they were. Nostalgia is a powerful driver. A time when to be British was to walk tall in the world. When Britain... Britannia rules the waves. Boats are nice too. You gave me your pinky promise. Hmm? Shame on me. Shame on you, Mr. Shame on you. Be gone tomorrow or else. Kulasov. That's another thing. You need to stop with this butchering of the Irish language. It will never make you any friends. Jesus, man, would you stop? Are you driving me mad with that? <sighs> I'm feeling rather car-sick. Are we nearly there yet? How old are you? Oh God, that's not how you say it, and that's not how old you are either. How do I say it then? It doesn't matter. Irish is a goner, man. Nonsense. All the road signs are in Irish. Yeah, that's just for decoration. Look. Girl, Can you keep your head down, right? There's posters of you everywhere, and I'm not getting into trouble for you. Oh, Desi. You are part of this liberation story, much as you try to deny your place in history. No way. I'm just I'm just driving you far enough away from Ballygamore that you won't bother coming back. Shite! What? Get down! What? I said get down! What's going on? It's Garda Nugent and a traffic cone. Shite! It's a checkpoint. Shit! And she has a flashlight. It's the middle of the day. She's in it to win it. Shite, you need to get out of the car. Please bring me to a bus station in a decent town, man. If you run up that hill there and keep going, that's the direction of Donegal. There are Irish speakers there. Decent people? Well, I can't speak for all of them, but some are, some are at least. <sighs> Silly buggers. Look, before you go, I've, I've one thing that's nagging at me. Why submit to a super bureaucracy in the first place? No. Why the gates? What? Why the gates? I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Petey's gate, Barb's gate, the lock at the crossroads. Mm, Greek to me, mate. Right so. <sighs> That's it. Off you go. I date you too, Garden Urgent. Yes, yes, it does look like the rain will keep off. <laughs> How are you, Desi? Good day to you, Garden Urgent. Yes, it does look like rain. Where are you coming from? There's a question. Back there. You stopped on the road. Uh, yes. I, I thought I'd uh, puncture, so I went back to check. Right. False alarm. Have you seen this man? Have I? Have you? Uh, well, uh, he looks like that fella off the telly. Which fella off the telly? The, um, you know, silly burgers, that fella, the Brexit fella. The politician fella, Damage. Exactly. Oh, you know how you say it. But what would he be doing in a place like Leitrim, right? Would he have a local connection? It's not like his ideas would have any traction here, right? Hmm. Well, if you do see him, let me know. I will, of course. Am I in trouble? Why would you be in trouble? No reason. I'm, I'm sure everything will turn out okay. Why do you think that? That's normally how it works. For me, anyway. Is there something wrong? Is that a copy of Buntus Concha on your back seat? <laughs> I wouldn't think so, no. Would you mind passing me the book that's lying on the back seat of your car? Ah, Buntus Concha, of course. Yeah, I was just going to post that off to my cousin doing her leaving. 
Mm, I need to see the book, Desi. What? Buntus Concha. Right. I suppose I could post it after tomorrow or whenever. Where's your cousin at school? Murkros. It's just that Buntus Concha is not on the syllabus. Ah, well, you know, these private schools, they sort of do their own thing. I'm going to ask you one more time. Have you seen this man? You know, now that I look at it, Mags thought he might have been the puka. The puka? I know. <laughs> That's mad, isn't it? Has he, has he done something? That's confidential guarda opinion. Right. Yeah, I don't think he, he did the gates. Oh? Oh, Christ. Can I go now? No, stay where you are. Hello, Barb. Hey, Sheila. You'll have to wait a minute. I'm talking to Desi. What did he do? What? Are you arresting him? What? No, it's neither here nor there. I can't say. I'm kind of in a rush. Well, I'm sorry about that, but this might take a minute. Tell him I know a good lawyer. <laughs> right, where were we? Uh, I think you were waving me on. You'll have to wait, Barb. You gotta check the trunk. What? Check the trunk of his car. The boot. Thanks for the advice, Barb. I know how to do a checkpoint. I can open that for you, no bother. I am not doing this because she suggested it. No, of course not. Then can I go? Don't forget the wheel well. Thanks, Barb. Right, Desi, off you go. You want to check mine? Very thoroughly. And please remove your floor mats into the bargain. Sure. Feck! What? He's only after going off with possibly vital evidence in the back seat of his car. Oh, shit. Should we do this another time? No, we will do this now, but I am very annoyed with you, Barb. Very annoyed indeed. PT? Hello? PT? Oh, thank God. I'm in a terrible state, Helen. What's happened? I've lost everything. What? My keys, my mobile, my bank card. Oh, that's a shame. Um. I need to talk to you about something. I came in the back door and threw my coat down on the chair, as usual. I went up to see Auntie Catherine. I unloaded the bread onto the table and put the butter in the fridge. Did I have my phone at that stage? Would I put it in here? No. Um, look, your keys are behind the milk. Ah, so they are. So, that's one mystery solved. I showed Auntie Catherine the family tree. Right, keys. Phone. It's not in the kitchen. It's not on the hall tip. Maybe, did I go upstairs? Oh, Petey. Petey. I don't think I came upstairs, but I'll check the room anyway. She says your great-great-granddad was Porig Clohessy. It's not there. Sean Clohessy, who saved the dinner set from the great house, was in fact my great-great-granddad. I must have put them down in the kitchen. Would you be able to ring my mobile for me? Oh, I lent mine to Trevor. Ah, that's no use. Well, why are there ten sliced pans on your kitchen table? You were supposed to be making sandwiches for the meeting. What meeting? The Paris community meeting, but never mind. Events have overtaken. The actual culprit is on the loose. Mind out for the dog bowl behind you. Oh, that's the tureen. Why are you using it for a dog bowl? The dog was thirsty. That's worth money, you know. Uh, not that much, I wouldn't think. Maybe I left it in the car. Oh, <clears throat> the point is, Petey, 
the dinner set belonged to my great-grandfather, not... Well, in hell's name, am I after leaving them keys again? My great-grandfather, Sean Clossy... Fridge, sink, bedroom... Not Porig Clossy, Sean Clossy, P.T. I'm trying to say something here. Ah, oh, they're in my hand the whole time. Jesus, tonight I'm adult to you. Oh, P.T. Yes. Well, let's look in the car. Oh, the dinner service. Yes, 400 pieces, cups with handles you can't even get your finger through. So-called side place wouldn't accommodate a mini biscuit. Useless bits of stuff that'd confuse any hungry person. If I had a time machine, I'd ask him, why? Why did you go to the trouble of going in and out of a burning building to rescue that? I mean, 400 bits. He was at it a good while. Did you think about that at all? Well, no, actually, but... There's a lunatic on the loose in the parish. He's been opening gates and causing all kinds of no good. A proper lunatic? Well, I'd imagine, if that's what he's at. Now, Garden Nugent, as you and I both know, is a good person who is well-intentioned. Can we go back to the burning building for a second? Was I actually wearing the tweed jacket or was it the barber? Petey! I know, Helen, I'm myself driven mad. Yes, dinner set. Yes, Sean Clossy. Yes, Porrick Clossy. Yes, what? Sean and Porrick? Yes. Sean went into the burning building myriad times and took out 400 pieces of china and he minded it through a couple of famines. Porrick during the same event, requisitioned a pregnant sow. And as you may or may not know, pigs will eat anything, including anything at all. That sow and her descendants fed porridge Bramley while Sean was lamenting his empty plates and kind-hearted porridge. Oh, the feckin' windowsill the whole time. Jesus, I'm an idiot. Porridge was a scoundrel, Auntie Catherine said. Two missed calls from Barb. It's like the ringer switches itself off to annoy me. The first in a long line of scoundrels, she said. Right. We'll forget the sandwiches and I'll probably be grand without the bank card, although I will need to locate it at some stage. Horrid was a scoundrel. Well, that scoundrel swapped your plates for rashers and eventually a ticket to Liverpool for your grandfather, so if that's a scoundrel, you're welcome. But... If you want the china, have at it, Helen. Sure, it's only taking up space and I'm not sure it... Suits my colour scheme. But it's worth money. Ah, I doubt it, but good luck if it is. But Dolores told Chef... Oh, never mind what Dolores told Chef. She blathers to that dog all kinds of nonsense. How do I switch the ringer on on this thing? Give it here. I didn't really think it. yours has anything to do with it. Not, not really. With what? Hello, Barb? Yes? Yes, yes. Right. I see. Wait, sit tight and, and we'll be up to you now. Sit tight. Uh, what, what's the matter? Carter Nugent needs our help. Just through here, Trevor. No, I've never been in this room. W what is it? This is the good room, Trevor, for special occasions and the like. There seems to be somebody already here. Hello, Ben. What's he doing here, Brendan? It's time he both sat down. I'm expecting a text from I was just Bob. going for a walk. No, really. Sit down, please. If you won't talk to each other, 
You have to talk to me. It's a family matter, Brendan. Yes, I agree. And we all know that only one ideology can exist within a family. You're both right. Here's the thing. You're unhappy, Trevor. That's absurd. And you're unhappy, Ben. I'm just fine. You both have no friends and suffer from crippling loneliness, which especially afflicts men, as we're inclined to put pride before all else instead of asking what would actually make us happy. Speak for yourself. I will, Trevor. I crashed the Combine Harvester once, thinking about how to do a twist on Mississippi mud pie, all the while Dolores was shrinking woolens left and right, and then we asked what would make us happy. There were no house husbands back in them days, and no woman ran a farm unless it was necessity. But it worked for us. And your point is? Sometimes you have to look below the surface to see how to fix things. My father is spectacularly bad at honesty. Excuse my son. He has very bad manners. I believe that assimilation is the best course of action here. Uh, What do you mean, assimilation? Well, it sort of means embracing the irresistible allure of your inner Irishness. What inner Irishness? Everyone has it somewhere. You just need to be still and listen out for it. Tosh! There's inevitably a bit of resistance. But there's no one saying it can't coexist with your former Britishness. What former Britishness? Now, I'm not suggesting you go changing your accents, but maybe try using some of the native vocabulary. Religion isn't such a thing anymore, but I'd advise you to pick a team. Leitrim for the GAA, Connacht for the rugby, and Ireland for everything else. What former Britishness? I bleed, Britannia. All these hostile feelings, Trevor. Imagine if you could just let them go, drift off. With all due respects, Brendan, you are a house husband in Leitrim. Who are you to lecture me? I know this wouldn't be a lecture now, Trevor. Let me put it this way. You can learn a lot watching when a goat gets put in with a few donkeys. At first, the goat is angry, afraid. Then he realises that the donkeys are peaceful and happy that he's there. They feel a certain kinship, even though they're obviously very different. The goat begins to let go of his anger. They all munch harmoniously. Satisfied that there's enough grass to go around. All right. Unshackle your bigotry and let it die of shame. That's a bit of a leap, Ben. No one's talking about anyone being a bigot. We wouldn't be here if certain xenophobes hadn't decided to cut all ties with the continent. For a start, Brendan. It is not xenophobic to be concerned about the immigration. I mean, how could the infrastructure cope with the influx? Which brings us neatly back to fitting in. Real people unable to see a doctor on a Saturday! The NHS... Let's talk about the 300-odd million extra for the NHS that leave Let's talk about the Western Health Board instead. What? What? What's that? Why, it's your new health service here in Leitrim. See, you don't have to worry about the NHS anymore. You don't need to care if it's underfunded. You don't have to worry. But, but, but... You're both still fighting the last war. Let it go, little goaties. But... Now, that's not to say there's no problems here, but those are your problems. So let's focus on solving those. Rural depopulation, for example. And there's something you're having a positive effect on, so that's great. Let's celebrate. But 
But... Now we can talk about bigotry. But... But... We all grapple with it to some extent. People say even the Pope is a bit bigoted. Gay people would certainly say that. And he was probably not pleased about the result of the referendum, so they'd have a point. There's a lot to think about, isn't there? Trevor. Ben. Trevor. Yes. Ben. Yes. Shall I give you a moment with just yourselves? I don't think he's ready for that. And he certainly isn't. I gave up my British passport. You what? I gave up my British passport. Now, that's progress. You did what? What's the point in having one anymore? The point is, you bleed Britannia. Not anymore. I'm European to my marrow. No, son of mine! This is great. You're talking to each other. No, son of mine! is not going to be British! You should have thought about that before you voted leave. This is a step too far! I agree. I had no choice. No, this is a step too far! Right. Where were we? Where's me list of other things to talk about? Let me see that. It's just me own thoughts, Ben. No, the other side. The photo fit. Ah, him? It's him. Him! Apparently he's at large in the parish. Him! Oh, my word. He has a lot to answer for. If it wasn't for him and his lies, we wouldn't be stuck in fucking Leitrim. You said you liked Leitrim. There's no Wi-Fi! He needs to be brought to book. I've never understood that expression. Or something. Get your coat! Oh, yes. Do you need some pitchforks? What? Just joking. But a torch might come in handy. Let's find this silly bugger and hold him to account. Is that what it means? Come on, then. Let's go. The British Are Coming is a 5 East production. With performances by Kelly Campbell, Jessica Carroll, Clint Dyer, David Gandley, Gary Lilburn, Deirdre Morris, Elizabeth Moynihan, Akemji Defornian, Saskia Reeves, Justin Salinger, Barry Ward and Jay Durell. It was written, directed and produced by Shafra Campbell. It was recorded, engineered, designed and mixed by Dominic Ripple at Shelter Studio London. For more information, please visit our website at www.thebritisharecoming.ie And if you haven't already, please subscribe and review us on iTunes. Thanks for listening.